ないもしないものばかり羨んでくすむ心にまた嫌になるけれどでもそれはみんな同じ咲ないつぼみもあれば僕だけにしか咲かない花があるって信じてる Hello, this is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. We're from the TakuSpirit.com website, and this is the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. This is our discussional podcast episode. We're going to talk about the news that seems important to us and makes us happy or makes us sad or makes us excited. And we tell you about it. We talk a little bit about it. Then we go off to our community. We talk about some great questions that the community has given us over there at TakuSpirit.com, up there on the forum links at the top. That's where our community is at. Fantastic people. Go over there, join, speak with them. They're good peoples. What's up, Chris? Oh, it looks like a roof. Probably a couple of monogatari's. You know, it looks like there's a picture. There's from... a Kizu monogatari out now. The second part. I gotta get it still. Hey, it's Kizu monogatari even... one right there is all alone. He's going. It's going. Hey, Kizu two's out there. Go get Kizu two, and I'm going. But Kizu three's not out yet. And if I get to Kizu two, I'm gonna watch Kizu one and two and three. But Kizu's not there. When are we going to watch one? I don't know. <laughs> I know next week when I drive for about 21 hours, I'm going to be listening to the book. So I hope you're done by the time I get back. I started I it. On it. I started it. I got a good chunk of I it. I know you started it because I went to go listen to the first part of it and it said, you're on chapter blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to throw my 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 automatic bookmark thing Yes, off. I stole Chris's account. So I'm listening on his... So, yeah. I, I guess expect a Kizu Monogatari novel audiobook listen review soon enough, I guess. Hopefully, <laughs> if Chris finishes it by the time I, I get back. I, I can say this. Um, I, there, There's definitely a difference between the books and the Shaft version. I think I like the Shaft version a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically... I doubt you listen to the audiobook version with, you know, the voice of Yato and, and Araragi. No, and I don't think it Shinobu has anything to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do know that when somebody was talking about um, reviewing, like, the, what was it, uh, I think the second part of the novels that was translated over, there was definitely a different feel to uh, Kambaru. And I was like, that's interesting, because I felt the Kambaru in... I don't know if it was just me, but it kind of it kind of was one of those things where I hear them say that and I go, wow, that gives a lot of merit to how I felt when we were watching Awari Magatari Part 2 was that I really, really liked uh, Kambaru in that one. I was kind of wondering if that's because she technically was, you know, made out to be a little bit different in the 
original well, Shaft series. Well, I can say this just from the first part. I I don't I don't know how far the movies are compared to the books. So, um, I what I can say is that there is definitely a different feel to Aradagi. Now, his his banter is still there per se, but it's not. I they. I think that a lot more of the story is happening in his head. So is that because that's one of those things I really want to know about? Well, technically, you do get inner monologue with the with the uh, with the Shaft show, series, yeah. but yeah, I kind of wonder what was might have lost, yeah, especially it, with the other characters. It, it, yeah, well, and if I if I talk anymore, I'll end up spoiling stuff for you. So just yeah, I it feels very different, and and you'll probably come back and say yeah, you definitely feel it was very different. But but technically, that was before the series even that we've watched. None of that series had him before that, and that's technically before that. So he might have been a different person. It's very possible. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Um, the only other thing I can really mention, I totally forgot to mention in our last podcast, is that uh, I'm uh, a little obsessed with Kizuna Ai. I'm assuming you too, because I hear you, I hear you watching her every now and then. Hi, Domo. Oh. Uh, Virtual YouTuber Kizuna Ai yeah. Dis. <laughs> I think you know that you're obsessed with Kizuna Ai when you have the intro <laughs> down pat. <laughs> Hi, Domo. Virtual YouTuber Kizuna Ai Dis. Yeah, she's adorable. Go, go on YouTube. I, it and it look is for a lot Kizuna of fun. I. I, 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 I get a kick out of some of the the silly things. I, I do get a kick, like Andrew mentioned. He, he I like the um, when she says, "Well, naturally, I'm right." Okay, we'll go with it because because you're you're <laughs> I Chan. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay, definitely my favorites is definitely the uh, the drawing one where she she sees a word or sees an English word and she has to draw it. And some of this stuff is just absolutely like uh, I suppose ambulance. you could do it. One of that them was way. ambulance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually how she puts it. One of them was ambulance, and she's like ambulance, 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 and she makes it like a little, like a little weight unbalance <laughs> thing, and she says ambulance, this guy. <laughs> she's all like proud of it, like so this guy, like my like, my, my tree, right. my tree smashes all their trees. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are these drawings? Mine looks so much better than those ones. <laughs> uh, yeah, she definitely plays a part of being this AI and how she doesn't have a body and is smarter than everybody else. And yeah, it's really great. Definitely check it out. It's basically they took the engine for like the the Miku uh, rendering software, or whatever, <laughs> and they put like Miku this. Senpai. Uh, <laughs> and they, they also like incorporate the the facial recognition stuff so that like captures movement and stuff like that and just made a virtual character out of her and and she's just hilarious and just very witty. The the only thing that was really sad about was recently some the, everybody was asking her cuz she has less plays too and it's like this is the only less plays I enjoy because it's basically an anime character. She's very very fun. And she's playing games. That's that's like okay, I'll do this. But they made her play Resident Evil Seven. And I was like, I feel so bad. This girl's literally crying <laughs> playing this game, <laughs> and it's all portrayed by this goofy-looking anime character that's very expressive and stuff. It's just no, I don't want to go around that corner. And she's yelling at this guy that's telling her to go down the stairs. Like, no, you go down the stairs. <laughs> I, I have to go down the stairs because this isn't going to progress. And she goes down the stairs. You're stupid. I hate believing you went down the, didn't go down the stairs. 
And then she turns this guy around and just she just flips out, screaming. She's crying. I'm like, this is so terrible. I feel so bad. It's great. Definitely go check it out. At least do the the drawing one that was that was hilarious and the the voice game, the one that you have to yell in order to make the character move on the screen. That was hilarious as well because she did different she did different things like a sexy voice and stuff like that. It's great. Definitely check it out. It's YouTube, go. He's an eye. Anyways. No, well, if you do that, then they'll stop listening to us. Yeah, you'll probably be like me, where you spend like the next three days watching every single one of our videos. She says 100 or so now, so it's good stuff. I enjoy it very much, so. News. I guess we should get in the news. There is plenty of news in the world today. Well, anime news. Stuff that's important. Oh, yes, yes. We don't care about, you know, wars brewing up and stuff. We want to talk about (laughs) anime. Because now that we go to anime to get away from that stuff. So nobody wants to That's true. Uh, But yeah, our first bit is there's a promo video out there for the new Gundam Twilight Axis. And I am pretty dang hype. I'm assuming you too. There's a lolly in it. That's, that's okay. There's a lolly in it, people. All of our Gundam fans out there, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're like i don't give a crap about the lolly uh yeah it definitely looks like it's going back to you know space and hyper beams and stuff back away from orphans and grittiness and that's great uh it looks a lot like thunderbolt so it seems like they're pulling a lot of that art style and that grittiness from thunderbolt into it it looks like it has a female protagonist it has some fantastic mov- music in the pv and i am super hyped for it so we'll be fine as long as the lolly doesn't get hurt I am kind of wondering. I think the lolly is her in the past. What? Just to let you know, so I don't think you're going to get what much of the, the lolly except for her flashbacks. I quit. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, it's it definitely looks really really cool. It looks visually great. Music's great. So I can't wait for the the finished product to start coming out because that's going to be really awesome. I am kind of afraid that it's going to be a uh, another Romeo and Juliet story because it looks like the guys on the the. On the Xeon side, and it looks like she's on the, the Federation side. Oh, it seemed like she was on the Xeon side. Well, he's standing next to the Xeon thing, but yeah, I did. The, the, a lot of the shots look like that. We'll see. I'm assuming she's on the. She could be on the Xeon side. We'll see. Anyways, uh, another good Mobile Suit Gundam news out for their guys out there. Uh, Nozomi Entertainment and Sunrise announced that they're going to do a Blu ray release of the Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. Episode 1 through 4. That's all they're going to release. They said the rest of it, they're never going to release. I'm just joking. Uh, the the, uh, the Blu-ray is going to be called Char and Sila's uh, Collection. Or Char and Sila Collection. And it's going to cover episodes 1 through 4. The MSRP is going to be $64.99. But they're pricing it at $42.24 on right stuff. You can pre-order it now. It's going to run for 243 minutes. And it's going to release on August 1st. But, you know right stuff they'll probably release it before then <laughs> so get your pre-orders in now and you could probably get shipped really really early because they're they're awesome like that notice us sean kleckner we plugged you <laughs> <laughs> they'll notice us by sending us a review copy hopefully <laughs> uh but yeah it's funny because i had my dice account still don't have it no more <laughs> um but i was i was actually like okay well technically this season has like really nothing exclusive on Daisuke so I was going to let it lapse we started to watch Zesteria um, and we went to go watch the last episode of Zesteria and I'm like well I'll deactivate my account so that it doesn't charge me again cuts me off immediately <laughs> I'm like I still have like 15 days I basically spend 5 bucks for 12 days what the hell um, but I was going to watch the origin series but then they announced that and I was like well 
we'll get probably get a review copy and we'll probably watch it then. So I'll, I'll hold off on watching Origins till that comes out. So expect a review, hopefully if we get a copy. But yeah, definitely that's that's really cool. I've, I've been I I have my misgivings of the Origins series, and that was really in the fact that like it looks like all the Gundam fighting and stuff is all full on CG, and that's. I love Gundam because they have like the hand drawn, awesomely animated uh, mecha battles, and to have that CG full CG ain't going away, Andrew. Just get over it. But Gundam it's, was it's my only. Gundam was my. I mean, be, well, besides, uh, what was that one here recently that they were, they went out of their way to make it full on drawn mecha. The uh, or, Regalia. Orphans. Oh yeah, Regalia. Uh, the, sec, th- the three second star or whatever that was. Oh okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, besides them, it was like only Sunrise was doing like these really amazingly animated uh, mecha fights without CG, and then have Origins do that. I, I guess I assume that it's only because of the fact they're doing it for theater, and so they're making it really grandiose. So it doesn't look like Axis is getting too heavy on that. So I don't think it's a step back. We'll see. Yeah. But outside of that, I've been way, way excited to watch it. I, of course, I have like the full 12 volumes of Origins, and I probably should just read it. Um, but I'll probably get her up by the time I get around to reading that, I'll probably have Origins and we'll watch it then. So um, I'll probably get both ways. But yeah. Next bit of news there is some new works from Yuna Kagesaki that hits this June. Uh, the, if you don't know who uh, Yuna Yuna is the mangaka for Chibi Vampire. Karen? Yes, you're just like, yay! Karin! That bleeds out of nose all the time. I know! Um, But yeah, the new new manga is announced in the uh, Katakawa Dragon's Age magazine. It's a really weird name for a magazine. Uh, It's titled Majo no Ai? Ellen no Nikki? The Witch's House and the Diary of Ellen. This is based off a novel of the same name created by the game creator, Fumi, uh, that released, um, and it released it as a prequel to the game that he made, which is like a survival horror game. The synopsis says the original game casts around, or the synopsis for the game itself, a uh, game casts around uh, players in, pl- cast players in the roles of Viola, a girl who wakes up in the middle of a forest where a path of roses lead her to a house of a witch named Ellen. Trope. <laughs> she enters the house. That's like the opening to every single survival horror game thing uh anyways uh i'm not saying that to be condescending it's just a joke and must find a way out uh the prequel novel centers around the story of uh how ellen became a witch the magazine teases that the story will be about ellen the witch who longed to be loved and viola the girl who raised or was raised with love so it's loved and not loved coming together is it a survival horror is it a a happy, cute story. Well, the prequel, I guess, could be happy and cute, but the this, the game itself is all about the witch and how bad that is to be in the house. Okay, we're hoping. <laughs> but no, I don't. I, it def- definitely begs the question: Is this going to be a fluffy story? Is it going to be half serious, dark? Well, I guess technically, Chibi Vampire did have moments where it was kind of a little bit serious. Well, I don't, of the mind, I don't mind. I don't mind. I mean. Karen was was it was it was it was cutesy with that kind of yeah we're 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 poking fun at the at the dark side but you know when it comes down to it it was a fun lovable story I 
that just had those dark elements to it. It wasn't, it didn't feel like it was out of place at any time. I don't mind having the darkness there as a way to kind of make the heartwarming moments a little bit more heartwarming if you want it for a lack of a better term. But yeah. The cover looks dark. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Moving forward. It's exciting news for all the Hagenai fans out there. Everybody, and know, I know you who you are. Those guys are like, man, if only we could get another season of Hagenai. I know you're thinking, you're getting excited, but don't get excited. <laughs> Instead, let me tell you, Yomi Hirasaka, who is the writer of the uh, the series of uh, of, uh, of Hagenai, one of his other works, which is Imoto. Sai Iraba Iraba E is going to be adapted into an anime. And the title is translated It'd be good if only Little Sister was here. So yeah, no Haganai, but other works. So at least you get something from the writer. It might have a similar feel there. Hopefully it doesn't have as annoying characters in that one for Andrew's sake. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> this announcement it can only be salt in the wound for all the Haganai fans out there that want another season. I-, I technically wanted another season because it left me on a, like, hey, I actually kind of like that character. I want to see more of what's happening next. And um, didn't. So there you go. So he, does he write Hanage or Hinako? The, the, that's the illustrator. Oh. Uh, which is great. Um, that's definitely something that I'm excited about because the illustrator for it'd be good if only my little sister was here is the same one that Hineko, which I love that character design. So, but yeah, um, the synopsis for it'd be good if only my little sister was here, uh, says the story follows the everyday life of Itsuki, a novelist and, uh, and modern day, uh, Pygmalion who works in, day in and day out to create the ultimate young sister. He's surrounded by various other characters, a beautiful genius writer who loves him his big sisterly classmate uh, from college, a fellow male writer, a sadistic tax accountant, <laughs> and his editor. Uh, they're all looking, uh, they all looked for, they're all looked after by Itsuki's perfect younger stepbrother, uh, Chihiro, who has a big secret. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, Hagenai fans. I, I guess I technically teased you all by the way I opened that up, and I'm sorry. Not sorry. I hope that was funny. <laughs> Next bit. Some more great news for Gundam fans. Uh, Sunrise has re- is revealing a new Gundam Build Fighters project. Um, the project is currently named Gundam Build Extra Battle Project. Uh, there's a quick video that kind of recaps a lot of the other ones and reminds Andrew that we still have yet to go out and actually watch that, uh, what was it called? The, the island one. We never watched that one. Try Island Wars. We never watched that one. I don't know why. Shame on us. I kicked myself in the butt. We love Gundam Field Fighters, but we totally forgot about that one. <laughs> and it's probably not available anymore because thank you, Gundam Info, and you posting things for like two days. But hopefully... Uh, we that, that, That's the only reason release. y'all didn't get a, a, a review of uh, of uh, Thunderbolt 2. Yeah, that that probably won't happen. We missed it. We missed it one week, and it was it. <laughs> That's like it. It's like it's going on without us, and it's like, oh look, <laughs> episode three's up. Yeah, they're not getting that one. Sorry. Um, we'll just wait until they do a recap. Hopefully later on, or they'll release a Blu-ray. They're already releasing the Blu-ray. Well, that's what happened season. with the first season. 
Shoot. But that was because they were releasing the second season. I don't know if they'll do a third season. If they do, then yeah, I guess they'll reshow it. And then we can watch it then, <laughs> review it, and then talk about the fact that we need a Blu-ray release, and then they'll announce that they're no a Blu-ray release. Just like last time. So yeah. Gun and Bill Fighters. Definitely excited for that one. Um, love to get myself some more Bill Fighters. I do agree with a lot of people. I hope it goes back to like the first season, because I love the first season a lot more. I like the characters a lot more, and I like the the more shooty type stuff, not the punch everything type stuff. Next bit we have is new licenses from J-Novel Club. So get ready if you are a big fan of J-Novel and the books that they're releasing. They got uh, Demon King Daimao, uh, the light novel. The, is it? That's That's got to be misspelled. The, <laughs> yeah, Infinite uh, Dendrogram light novel. And the Invaders of the Rokojuma light novels. That's a really cool story behind the invaders of the Rakujima, uh light novels. Is apparently that was been fan translated for the longest time, and so what J Novels is doing is they're actually allowing people to read the first twenty-two volumes for free on their site because they're already fan translated. And apparently, I guess they hired in the guy that has been translating this entire time, and then going forward from twenty-three twenty-three onward, they're going to be releasing them on their platform as normal. But the first 22 that have been online for the longest time already translated for free is going to remain free online for everybody. So I think that's a really cool thing. I think it's, I mean, it's always that gray area of people that are fan translating. I mean, technically, the only thing that you can get that's technically quote unquote fan translated anymore is going to be uh, light novels and mangas because, you know, anime is <laughs> readily available to everybody, whereas that stuff is still not quite mainstream. Everybody is getting every single title. And so to have that available to people still is really, really cool. That that concept of, hey, look, you've already done 22 volumes of this crap already. Let Come in here and finish it up with us, and we'll pay you, and we'll let the other stuff free or available to everybody. So That's the Invaders of the Six Hitami Mat Room, right? Yes. The one that you watched that I want to go back to watch, actually. Mainly for the magical girl. Yep. <laughs> I wonder how much of that that show was in the novel. I would assume I probably about four or five volumes. I don't know. I, Why I'm don't you know? Actu- I'm actually very curious. You weren't like super excited. I didn't show pirate going, man. I want to read the book. Okay. On. No, you were like, but I want to know if there's more. You looked into it. Nope. Oh man. But yeah, check those out. Um, I didn't really get into it. Yeah, but that's make more anime. I'll watch it. For those that don't know, the, the Invaders of the Six Tatami Mats, that's basically about a, a guy who gets a Six Tatami Mat room and come to find out there's, like, all a these ghost. girls that want to <laughs> to claim, like, parts of this room for some weird reason. I, I'm not sure if they got into it in the anime, but they're all fighting for ownership of that room. and Kind yeah. of. I, 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 like I can't under- explain it without spoiling the entire concept of it. So. There's like a ghost. There's a magical girl. There's some kind of underground like rock a demon or something like that. There's a space uh, traveler. <laughs> what was the other one? That was ghost, one more. magical girl. Um, Maybe I did cover them all. Yeah, that's pretty much oh, it. Cool. The, the underground girl and the... Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Really weird. And the other ones I had on there... Uh, not really interesting. Are you seen the other two that I've mentioned? Infinite Pentagram, Dentagram, sorry, and the Demon King Daimao. Daimao, I, I think I've seen that at some point. The anime, it looks familiar. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, next piece of news we have. I'm pretty excited for this, and it's got me thinking. I'm debating very, very heavily. Uh, the Japanese release for Your Name is going to include English and Chinese subtitles. So if you're one of the people like me and Chris who uh, the nearest uh, place to actually watch it in theaters is like a plane trip away, <laughs> uh, you can import the Blu-ray without having to wait the next year for it to actually come out on Blu-ray from Funimation. Uh, even though the Funimation release will probably have a dub. If you're looking for a dub, you'll probably want to wait. Um, but yeah, it's been listed on the official website for your name that is going to have English and Chinese subtitles, which is great. Um, it's slated for July 26th for Blu-ray and DVD. Now, here's where Andrew's debate comes. Because I'm already, I'm already sold on this. I'm like, I am totally going to import this because I want to watch it as soon as possible. I am tired of avoiding spoilers. I don't know how I avoid spoilers this long. Please don't at me just to spoil it for me. Please. Um... But yeah, they're doing a 4K Ultra Blu-ray release, Collector's Edition, which will include five discs. I believe it says specifically that the you're going to get the 4K Ultra Blu-ray, and I think also a regular Blu-ray. And that has me thinking of buying the 4K Ultra Collector's Edition, because I don't have a 4K setup yet. I do want to get one soon, and uh, especially with this and... With Shinkai stuff? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> that and the recent Thunderbolt having a 4K available to it. And I'm thinking, wow, we're starting to get a lot of, you know, 4K releases from Japan. I'm thinking I'm possibly getting it just for 4K. Um, but first I have to find a good 4K Blu-ray player. Message me if you have one that's like good, but not overly expensive, but not cheapo. Maybe I'll think about it. But yeah, that's really cool. Um, especially if you can get both of them that way, I can still watch it now. <laughs> but it would be really, really sad if I get it and then it only has the 4K in it, then I'm going to have to make my plans a lot quicker. Um, but it's very expensive. That's uh, 12,000 yen. So that's about, and, about $110 you're looking at for that. Um, it does come with a 100-page booklet, a pocket script, and some character stickers. So that's really cool. The uh, the other release that they have, they have a special edition Blu-ray, which includes the 100-page booklet and the stickers for 7,800 yen, or 7,800 yen, I'm sorry. A standard Blu-ray that you can get that will not have all the bells and whistle, but does have stickers. Uh, that one's 4,800 yen, and then a standard DVD, which includes the stickers for 3,800 yen. So, basically $110, about $75, then about probably $48 and $35, so... If you're looking to watch your name, you can't get it yet. Or if you just want it, if you watched it and you want it now, you can get it on uh, a little bit after July 26th if you buy it online. So far, I've seen it on CD Japan. I have not seen it on Amazon.co.jp yet. And that's kind of where I want to get it from because their shipping's like super fast and cheap and they box it really well. So I'll probably wait until I see that pop up on there before I decide. But I have to decide do I want to get it like 48 bucks? Or do I want to go for that 120 bucks <laughs> just to have 4K Hosoda stuff? So, yeah. That's Hosoda. I'm sorry, Shinkai. Um, Kodansha licenses was our next piece of news here. Uh, they are getting Drowning Love manga. It's about time for us to be hearing from Hosoda here soon, shouldn't we be? Yeah, I guess technically. Kodansha licenses. They are getting Drowning Love manga and our Precious Conversations manga, both of which are not interesting to me, but hopefully out there somebody is interested in either one of those ones. Uh, they're very, very fluffy and not my art style. I can definitely say that much. They're shoujos. 
Doesn't mean I can't like them. I don't even have to read the article, and I know they're shojos because the, you, you're looking at the, you're judging the book by its cover. Yes, I am. I am too, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's like the drowning love tells the story of Natsumi, a sixth grade girl who moved to Tokyo, a decidedly different town from the, uh, the from that in the countryside. Upon meeting a boy named uh, Koichiro, something stirs inside of her. The story depicts teen heart. On the brink of ruin. <laughs> Talk real quick. Uh, let's see here. Pre- our precious conversation. She's gonna go crazy from her. her Dude, she's gonna, gonna turn go yandere. Psycho. She's gonna turn psycho. yandere on us. See, we're totally messing up. <laughs> it, it's called drowning love. She's gonna drown the boy. <laughs> if I can't have you, nobody can. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this is our precious conversations. Uh, Nozomi has kept uh, her feelings for her cl- uh, schoolmate Azuma Kun a secret for quite a while, but it's time for comfort to finally confess. His response, though, is far from ordinary. Uh, led in circles by the hilarious by his hilarious tangents, uh, the two awkward teenagers find themselves growing ever closer while muddling through the misunderstandings of the off-topic rants. Blah 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 blah. Moving forward. <laughs> Uh, new features that are coming for Amazon. Well, technically, some features that are some that just came and some that have been around for a long time. Why are you face palming? Amazon Strike to fix your problem. Please make it to where it's by itself without Prime. I'm telling you, Amazon. These are not what people want. <laughs> Go ahead. Good guy, your system. I'll probably get into it later. <sighs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the, 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 there's two parts of this. One is that uh, they now, Amazon Strike, which is, again, is uh, one of the Amazon video channels that you can subscribe to after you subscribe for Amazon itself. You can then subscribe to Amazon Strike. I know that there's people that are still confused by that, um, and it I totally uh, understand because it's just totally old school model and does not deserve to be in this day and age. But anyways, uh, if you do subscribe to this, uh, some of the perks they're trying to give people uh, for having this service. Uh, the newest one is that you can technically now download videos to watch them offline now. So if you're going on a trip or whatever, you can download all of, uh, you know, recreators and you can watch it offline as you're on a trip or whatever. I'm actually considering downloading um, the uh, Nanaha series for my trip, even though I probably won't have time to watch them. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. Uh, the other thing which people believe is new, but technically has been around for the last two months, is now they are teaming up with Comixology um, from technically last month until the end of 2017 and giving away to all their subscribers a free manga each month. Uh, last month it was Blue's Exorcist Volume 1, and then now here recently they did another release of Parasite Volume 1 free to all of their subscribers. The only stupid thing about this... If you technically think this is a perk for being subscribed to Amazon, you would think it would be available on Kindle. But no, you have to give the code to Comixology, and then you have to use Comixology's app. Even though you technically can have your Comixology uh, account linked to your Amazon Kindle and Amazon account, so I can see everything from Amazon on my Comixology account, but I can't read comicsology stuff on my kindle so it's like two steps forward one step back that's all right it's a free manga even though i'd have no interest in diving into a single volume of just one of those shows or one of those series 
I was kind of interested to check out Blue Exorcist, though. I will, I will admit. But, uh, yeah. So if you have Amazon Strike, you should be watching your emails because they're shooting them out on email to give you your code to get them. Sounds like a plan. But yes, no new news of getting a daggone subscription outside of two subscriptions just to watch Amazon. But I... Okay, I will give Amazon credit now. This isn't <laughs> Crunchyroll manga at all because Crunchyroll manga, even though they don't put anything new on there anymore, they just are just updating what they currently have on there, which is kind of sad. The manga seems to be a just a side thought anymore. Besides... Uh, reading Ajin on there and reading uh, Titan on there and then maybe once in a while getting uh, a tele wedding rings. Um, it's pretty much has nothing else on there, but it seems like Amazon is trying to go for that. They're giving people free stuff. It is cool though that their players seem to be working a lot better. Um, I'm having no in a in a, the, today's season where Crunchyroll doesn't want to work maybe twice a week. And the rest of the time, it has issues with networking problems. They're getting a little better here in the last week, though. But a lot of days, Amazon, or Crunchyroll doesn't want to work at all. Where we can jump onto Amazon and boom, we're watching HD immediately. I mean, we press play and it's already running on HD. So Amazon's player, its, its servers are working great right now. Uh, their subtitle issues are going away. It seems like they're doing a lot more better with the timing on the subtitles. So they're doing a great effort there. And it seems like they're engaging better on Twitter. So I give them all the credit that they're actually stepping up. It, it, it seems like they have people that are passionate about Amazon that they might have hired in here recently that are actually uh, working with them. Because like I was mentioning before, it seems like they have seeing quote unquote karaoke type uh, setups for intros or OPs and EDs is like unheard of in like Crunchyroll and stuff and when Amazon's doing it, it's like, there's got to be somebody back there that's like, dude, look, whenever we did these fan subs, we used to do this and people loved it. Let's do that. Okay, cool. It's doing it. So it's stuff like that that I think that Amazon is is taking a step in the right direction. They're, they got so many exclusive this season, so it, it definitely seems like they're getting got a lot of passion into it. But I just hope that they it's not just a let's <laughs> let's let's see if we can throw a bunch of stuff at them, get them hooked, and then backtrack later because it's not making enough money. That's always a bad thing. So, anyway, I got my rant out there, but I, I was more positive. Negative, Chris. I know I am. Shirabako. Uh, the official website for Shirabako has updated with a under-construction sign. That's because they're they're trying to do Sakura Quest. Duh. Yeah, it's like, we don't have, we don't have any time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. It's like, they're like... Man, we haven't updated the Shirabako page in like, just put an under-construction sign on there. We can't be bothered by it. <laughs> and everybody's All freaking right. out, thinking it's going to be another Shirabako. Hey, yeah, like like two days later, a guy wakes up, hey, dude, did you know that there's like a lot of people screaming about the fact that there's an under-construction sign on there? Yeah, I had Timmy put that on there so that they, because we don't want to, we, we don't have time to update it right now. Do people think that we're doing something with Shirabako, dude? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think they mentioned before, they're, they've, they've, wanted to do more stuff. I think there was a quote back in 2016 where um, Naka, uh, Nakatani had mentioned during the Tokyo Anime Awards that uh, if we could decide on a theme, there might be a chance for more Shirobako. So they definitely do have thoughts of doing more um, and having that under construction sign there is kind of like one of those, okay, cool, what are we going to do? Uh, but just keep in mind that we still have another 
core and a half left of our current show, um, Sakura Quest. So don't get too excited. We have to wait. So yeah, but nothing really other than the construction sign to talk about. So we'll walk away from that. Our next piece of news. Yes, uh, remember last time during our podcast episode, uh, the uh, Saber of, Gotcha the greats, is going to ruin me? One of the greats of anime is being taken away from us. Okay, I won't go that far with you, but I'll let you do you. <laughs> no, we talked about this in our last podcast, our discussional podcast, where there was this uh, rumor of a blog post by the mangaka of Keijo. That was saying that basically uh, the anime screwed him over and they're all terrible people. And he's so super sorry. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, he got wrong really bad. Well, he finally came out, the mangaka, and made a statement that uh, the blog post was indeed fake, that he never made that post. Uh, he told that the uh, finishing of the manga, or that he was told to finish the manga before the anime even finished. Uh, he also uh, denied the fact that they were stating in the blog post, I believe, that they'd only sold 715 units of the first volume of the anime. And then he said that it was wrong and that it had the digit number of digits wrong. So that tells us that easily it's going to be, you know, more than a thousand at least uh, sold copies. But that doesn't say that it's 7,000. <laughs> um, but it does it does say that show that, you know, look, this stuff was incorrect that was on that one. He said that something that when he read that, he ran off and contacted them and they said no that's not they didn't sell that list um but yeah he also kind of mentioned the idea that there is was some aspect he does mention that it is his kind of his fault that it didn't go well that he wanted to do better uh also acknowledge the fact that the technically he wasn't given very good work environments for setting it up uh he wasn't given enough support uh from the uh publisher which could have led to you know I don't think he's necessarily saying it's the publisher's fault, but more the idea that he wished that he could have done more. And he thinks that a lot of that has to do with that wanting a better relationship and a better support system to do a better job for it. But in the end, it looks like it's like a two-volume left kind of thing. He's got to wrap it up. But he is including more chapters into each one of those releases. So for those that are still reading the manga, you can expect more content in the future. But in the end, it's still a crappy story, but at the same time... Not Keijo, I'm just saying the story about the mangaka and all that went down. But uh, it just goes to show you, once again, <laughs> don't believe things at face value when just because somebody posts on the internet, even though part of it... The internet knows everything. What are you talking about? Yep. It was on Reddit, so thus confirmed. Put on the news. I love when the news <laughs> does that. There's a hashtag for it, so that's important, right? No... Just you, because there's a hashtag does not mean it's important, Mr. News People. I think you skipped one of your tags. Wait, the, the what? Oh, I did. Thank you, because that's an important one. At least for you, anyway. Uh, again, here's another one that we mentioned in the previous podcast that we're bringing up again. But the Noragami manga is going on hi- hiatus even longer due to health issues. Now, this is kind of the sad part of it, because we heard that it was going to have a delay for a month. Um, because uh, for reasons, they didn't really say why. Uh, but now they kind of confirmed in the June issue of Kodansha Monthly Shonen Magazine that the uh, the manga for Noragami is going on hiatus due to health issues for uh, Ada Chitoka, which, if those don't know, Ada Chitoka is technically a combined of two names because there's an artist and a story writer and they work together. Or I think they both do both. I don't know. I forget. 
Um, but yeah, they, they have to recuperate from illness. What's kind of interesting is they're specifying uh, the Arachikotoka when technically it's the same. Uh, they're two different people, so they're not specifying which one is actually ill. Maybe they're both ill. Um, but uh, I do hope that they are recovering. I really don't want this to... I don't want them to be affected by this. If they need to get help, or if they need to get better, definitely get better, um, because um, I don't want this to affect them, but at the same time, it is kind of sucks that no more Noragami, um, but I definitely wish them the best, and I want I hope that they get better, because they have made a fantastic series that I've enjoyed a lot, and so I want the best for them, so hopefully they bounce back. And more Noragami is always great. Why aren't you upset by this? You poor thing. You need to catch up on origami. I do. And then you'll be upset, too. Okay. You're just not upset because you're not caught up yet. I see. Uh, anywho. I, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've watched all of Noragami. Yeah, but the manga. It goes further. What? It goes further. You're crazy. In the future. All right. Um, next piece of news we have next is... Next thing you're going to be doing is telling me that there's stuff that you've seen that I haven't. Mm-hmm. Lies. Like I've said before, it definitely feels like they're kind of wrapping things up. So I hope they are because the current battle has been going on for quite a while. Uh, Relife. Yes, Relife. I know everybody was mocking me back when the anime aired and Andrew was like, I just didn't like how it ended because they didn't wrap up this certain story. And everybody mocked me. And they're like, no, that's not even needed. What are you talking about? Like, no, I know they're going to do like a couple episodes. And like, no, you're crazy, Andrew. It's a fine ending. Well, guess what? The producers didn't think so either. So they're giving us four more episodes for a finale. So eat it. I was right. <laughs> uh, okay. Burn on all of you. Burn on all of you. Uh, this will release on Blu-ray and Should DVD. Should I be congratulating you? Yes, because I was right. Okay, congratulations, Andrew. Took you long enough. Anyways, it'll release on Blu-ray and DVD, but it's going to release in March 2018, so don't expect it anytime soon. <laughs> so in about a year, you'll see it on Crunchyroll. So, But I was right because of that, so burn on all you. Anyways, it's to conclude the anime story. The staff will return, and yes, sadly, the music composer in my history. <laughs> Masayasu Suboguchi is actually going to return for uh, to compose the music. So more bling 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 That was the only thing I didn't like about the show. Is the music was just not so much the music's bad. It's just more the fact that it, I guess so. I guess it's the director's fault, but the just bad placing for a lot of that music. But anyways, I just want to that as a joke. Sound directing. Yes. Anything else on that one? Nope. Okay. He's he's off. I'm just I'm just I'm just letting you I'm just letting you do your thing. I know everybody's gonna hate me for mocking y'all like that. I know I'm joking. Seven C's licenses. Our next bit of news. We have a lot of stuff coming out. Um, Some people claim it's garbage, but uh, you know. Some some of some of this stuff. That's fine. I don't know. The magical director looks cute. They'll look fun. Anyways, this way we have uh, Mamama Magical Director Mako-chan Magical Guidance Manga is going to come out. This one, the story takes place. Uh, Mako excels in the world of magic, but she has a dislike of men and love. As her graduation Aww. test, she has, she's supposed to go to the human world, but there she accidentally makes a contract with Junji Onadera, 
Oh, Onadera is there. Must be his brother or a brother. Isn't it Onadera is the girl from? Yeah, I made a joke. Uh, a best f- girl. <laughs> a human. Just saying. A human. I know who- that everybody hates me for saying that, but hey, I need to watch that soon. So that's why I don't get spoiled. I, I'm surprised I haven't got spoiled on it yet. Uh, anyways, uh, Onadera, a human who is a total pervert. So, what best way to handle a girl who hates men in love? Give her a pervert. <laughs> Next one, DNA doesn't tell us manga. This one says... The, There's the a manga, lot of things that DNA doesn't tell us. The manga Lots. Ta- <laughs> the manga takes place in a world where animals suddenly look, uh, took on the appearance of human girls. Good. I want to go there. Is this kimono, friends? <laughs> <laughs> the girls, including former sheep Yoko, uh, gather... Gather at the research and training facility where they learn about humans. So it is Kimono Friends. Okay, cool. So Kimono Friends manga. There you go. Uh, next one we have is Sorry for My Familiar manga. This sounds like Familiar Zero. The story takes place in the demon realm, where all demons are accompanied by familiars. However, not-so-clever demon Patty does not have one until she... This is Familiar Zero! <laughs> So she reluctantly chooses a human named Norman as her familiar. Oh my gosh! And she's totally zero. she's reluctant reluctantly it choosing. Is. So she's a sundere, and that's not a bad thing. She looks cute. I'm, 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 she does look adorable. I'm totally on board with this. Well, technically, familiar zero does not take place in the demon world. It takes place in a magical world. Why, so why did these all gotta be? Are these manga or light novels? They're mangas. Okay, I don't think Seven Seas does light novels. Is he? Still right. expensive. Uh, Drop your digital manga sales a smidge, please. Yeah, I'm finding <laughs> I'm finding that out really badly right now because, like, technically, I went through all of uh, Goblin Slayer on Amazon Kindle. I just kept buying the next one, next one, and technically, I probably spent two bucks per uh, chapter. And it's like those aren't really long. I mean, they're like thirty oh. pages, but. Two bucks. It's like, man. The only thing that was offsetting that is technically I can take the chapters and put them into a volume and add that price up. And it's technically about eight bucks or, or so for uh, a volume of manga. But then you have to realize it's digital. Make it a little cheaper for a digital version. It's not like I have it physically. And it's basically a license to hold and it. And you guys can snatch it back at any time. I mean, I'm sure it's in some kind of... Don't even lie to us. We know how this all works. We, we're, we're computer geeks, okay? We know that we don't own Windows, and we and they can take it back anytime they you're want. Pay, you're paying to borrow it, basically. Exactly. You're, you're paying for a rental, essentially, what it is. I mean, you guys want proof? Lose your, 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 P, your PlayStation Pro uh, uh, subscription. I guarantee you, all your free stuff that you've been getting, all gone. That's PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus. But no, technically the argument there is that there's been several games that when the company goes under, the game disappears from PSN. Mm-hmm. And you don't get it again. Anywho, that's another discussion altogether. But yeah. I, I, but it makes my point, is the is what I'm saying. I mean, right. lower the price a smidge. If Amazon goes under, pff, right. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> the servers go, it's gone. Uh, let's see here. Next one we have is uh, Crisis Girls, which is a manga. The action comedy manga takes place in a special city where monsters gather and super cute girl or super girl crisis, super cute Crisis Girls keep the peace. Crisis Girls Kaede can defeat enemies alongside her zombie puppet. 
but she wants to play and act like a kid. I love these synopsis where I'm just reading it. It's like, okay, that sounds familiar. And then uh, zombie puppets. A cute girl with zombie puppets. Sounds like Rena. Maybe she has a puppet hand. High Rise Invasion manga. Uh, see so here in the story of high school student Yuri suddenly finds himself on top of a high school rise, uh, high rise building where she sees a man in a mask commit murder with an axe. Fleeing from the masked man, Yuri uh, searches for a way out of the building. That sounds kind of dark. And the last one I have is Mononoke Shering. In the story, Yota is a poor high school girl with bad eyesight after finding a place uh, with uh, cheap rent. She moves in to only discover that the residents there are monsters. Thus starts her life commun- communal, uh, living with a kappa, demon, uh, inu, snow woman, and uh, rakurokubi. Woo! That was a tongue twister. That one was cute. So yeah, that's uh, Seven Seas License, so check those out if you sounds interesting to you. And next piece of news we have is sad news for Chris, I'm sure. Yep. You were waiting for this one. Yeah. Did you see it earlier? Uh, is I, that why I, you looked depressed I, earlier? I, I, yeah, I was a little sniffly, and, uh, and, and, a, and my eyes were a little bit watery. I c- but here's the thing. Keep in mind before this that there's a, there's a, there's a very good rosy side to this whole thing. So, so just keep listening. Fairytale manga is coming to a close. Yes. The fairytale will be completed in about two more volumes, says the mangaka for the fairytale story. Uh, he wants to write, uh, he hopes that basically, essentially what, how it was kind of put, that I kind of read it, is that he puts it as, there's, when he first started, there was an end point in sight. And I think that's really, really cool that a writer has a, this is my path that I have for the story. He already knows where he wants it to go. He knows that there's a conclusion point here that he's building to. And that he's looking to stick to it rather than getting off track to different things just to make it padded out and longer. He actually had a focus and he had a goal and he's reaching that goal. And that's the, I think that's the silver lining for me in in my opinion. But he says that it's got about two more volumes to wrap up and he's excited about it because he wants to move on to other things. Uh, He wants to put a conclusion to the story and go write a new story. So... It's sad news because for all the fans out there of fairy tale that their story is coming to a, cl- a conclusion, but it's it's good news because the writer knew that this conclusion was coming. He didn't pat it out, and he's looking to, you know, jump onto other things, which is kind of cool. There's some also other cool stuff in there, like he was talking about uh, Natsu and how he loved that as a character because he wasn't looking to save the world. The story was more focused on them and protecting their guild, which was a nice change apparently to him. So. A lot of little cool stuff in there if you if you want to look for that. Um, I found the, an article for it on uh, Crunchyroll. It's titled Fairy, Fairy Tale Author Comments on Plans for Manga's End. Uh, go check that out if you want to. Uh, there's a really cool little write-up um, translating what he kind of wrote out. Uh, so, yeah. Is, 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 are you still upset? Yes. Is that, is that at least put a nice rose on it at least? No. My poor Wendy. A silver lining? My poor Wendy. Wendy? She needs her own story. Wendy? Yeah, she needs her own story. Don't they have that with the fairy tale girls or whatever? Is that written by him? I don't think so. I don't know. Alright, our last piece of news is Bloomberg reported that Sony Pictures and 
Uh, what was the other one? Comcast Corp's Universal Film Division uh, had plans on bidding or considered bidding on Funimation. So, uh, technically not something, anything new, and technically nothing solidified. I kind of wanted to bring this up on the idea that, uh, and uh, to kind of finish up most of what's in this article, uh, Funimation, uh, the Funimation had responded to the post about this from Bloomberg, saying that these two companies were looking to buy them. Uh, according to Bloomberg, also, uh, uh, what was it, uh, one of them, Universal, Aria reported that they decided not to proceed with biddings. Uh, Funimation responded to the posting saying that Funimation management uh, team is more immediately focused on continuing to create compelling experiences for the anime fans through physical, digital streaming, and theatrical efforts with goals of continuing expanding global and maximizing shareholders. So basically, uh, PR talk for we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but anyways, why I bring this up is more on the idea of I kind of want to uh throw out the idea there dispel some fears throw out some silver linings to the whole topic of yeah technically what would happen if Funimation got bought by one of these companies of course the immediate response that everybody has is well Sony screwed up here so thus I think they're evil and that they will screw up Funimation or I hate Comcast so thus I'm afraid of them touching Funimation cuz I'll ruin it um but there's also the other side of technically Funimation isn't a perfect company and they don't make you know, perfect decisions all the time. What's to say that Sony wouldn't do a better job or Comcast wouldn't do a better job? Yeah, I kind of agree that there's the other side that technically they could screw up Funimation, you know, severely. There's the other argument that technically one of these two companies could only be looking to Funimation for your name and Dragon Ball Z and then is going to gut the rest of it and let it all die. There is definitely endless possibilities that would come from that. Or, hey, uh, Sony technically has PlayStation, which has PSN, which has tons of anime in it. Obviously, they love anime. What's to say they don't want to expand a little bit on that? I don't I don't think technically Sony is a bad company. They do excellent work with quite a few branches of their company. Yeah, they've, you know, gutted a lot of their company out to save money, but that's a business. And that's not to say that all their decisions have been crappy ones, so... What's your thoughts before I, my mouth dries completely? <laughs> I, I'm I'm really curious about a lot of this and how it's all co- going to come into fruition. I I think that one one cool thing that could come from it is having uh, money that uh, an infusion of fresh money, um, the possibility of new blood involving with their voice talents. Uh, I think that that could really open up the pool of options that they have available. So I, I looking at it from a, a, a pessimistic outlook is kind of not what I want to do at the moment. Um, but it, it, no matter how you look at it, it's, it is one of those things where you go, this, I, but at the same time, I guess that's m- me being protective of my, my it's, baby. It's uncertainty. You know? <laughs> it's uncertainty. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a lot of what people's immediate re- responses is, is uncertainty. It's like, well, what does what do these companies want to do with this? Are they going to gut it for two titles and let the rest of it die? Are they, is there really something here they want? But you have to remember that if they want to buy a company like Funimation, they're not going to just waste their money to let it die. They're, they're investing money to do something with it. And they're 
they should be smart enough, I would hope, if they're the companies they are, that they're going to invest in Funimation in order to make it a, you know, make money off of it. Uh, the the fear, th- though, is, in my opinion, is that Funimation is a very focused company. And that's what makes it great. It's because, and that's just like Crunchyroll, it's a very focused company. That's what makes it great. They are focused on anime. That's their only purpose. They don't really branch off from that much. The only realistic uh, and cynical, technically, viewpoint that I have on this whole thing is that if Sony or Comcast were to buy it, I do agree that they will want to make money off of it, so they're not going to squander it. But at the same time, they are big companies with a lot of different focuses, and if that at all looks like it's wasting them money, they they kill it. They're going to cut that off real quick, and there's a chance that it's going to die. Um, and that's really my only fear that comes from that is like, if you, if, if they don't focus enough on it or they feel that it's a drain, they'll kill it. And thus it will be a buy and then die kind of thing. So yeah, that's, that's really my only concern there. But again, in the end, uh, Universal's already said they, they decide not to. And like I've mentioned before, this is not a new thing. Companies look to buy other companies all the time. Um, but it is something that kind of brings up that question of what would happen to Funimation if, if they did buy it. And that's not to say that Funimation isn't hurting at all. I mean, was it back when they made the whole plans with with Crunchyroll? There was a lot of fears about what was happening with the two companies, or especially what was happening with Funimation. Um, is that if they were gonna, if they were having issues, and this was a way of them surviving? Uh, are they still surviving? Was this a thing of wow, look, we're we're hurting. We might actually do this. Is yeah, Funimation doing better now? That's that's where my that's where my my automatic thought process goes to is okay we recently had this partnership thing go on and my pessimistic side automatically goes to okay this is is this a bigger bigger problem that that they're hurting and they need something that I mean obviously I I don't see Sony Universal and and Comcast just randomly going oh hey there's an anime thing over here let me go and look I <laughs> maybe it was a thing that Funimation is dying and they're they're hunting they might for need to, yeah they're hunting the, for bids. Well, okay, because Universal already came out and said that they decided not to. Well, that sounds even more like they're 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 hunting for people to help them out and get them into the next level because they're hurting. Uh, in 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 some cases there's there's one of two directions that an entrepreneur goes through. They either they'll either try to push to the next level which they can maybe survive if they get into the next level or they buckle down, stop, try and stop hemorrhaging. Funimation is not in a position where because of the, the nature of their business, um, they can't really buckle down and stop hemorrhaging. What they've got to do is they got to push it to the next level. And this is probably what they were doing. They were hunting for people that would invest, get them to that next level. That's the way I'm looking at it, though. Yeah, I mean, and it it could come down to eventually of look, either Funimation dies or one of these companies buy them. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of debt companies out there, and that could be that Funimation is one of them. But again, that, that's not to say that they are. Um, we don't really know. They, it's not like they share this information with people on a regular basis. It's not like they're coming out and, yeah, and saying, so- "Hey, look, we're <laughs> failing," and uh, but we're not going to do this. <laughs> it's not like they're going to go out and say, "Hey, guys, keep investing, or keep sending us your uh, your." <laughs> your um subscription money we're gonna die here soon <laughs> yeah I, I pretty much mentioned their their response and it was basically pr 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 we're doing all our efforts to making you more anime that's not a really response anywho that's all the news i have 
Did you have any news bits that you that I've missed? Well, I did finish uh, Zelda. Technically, no, you didn't. Nobody finishes Zelda. I, that's true. I I do I I did want to say this, and when we were doing when we were talking about it last time, and I I thought about it like a week later, and I was like, dang, it's not going to be for like another month before we get to talk about it. But one thing that I I I the one thing that I love more than anything about Zelda Breath of the Wild is the fact that technically nobody plays it the same way. I love that absolute thing about it. You can find little videos of people doing this, this, this. And I'm like, dude, I never thought to do that. <laughs> I would, I, one of the, my favorite puzzles, I was listening to somebody talk about my favorite puzzle in the game and they were talking about doing this one particular thing. And I'm like, dude, that totally makes sense. And how did I, how did I, you end up finding out about that when I went through all this trouble of going through this whole thing to do this and you did it that way? That's so crazy that just vastly different ways of doing it. That's why I, that, I when I said, I think it's a system seller, that's why I say it's a system seller because it's so, not just because it's huge and there's just so much to do, not because it's a, it's it's the the newest Minecraft or whatever. Not because it's such a perfect game. The fact that nobody will play that game the exact same way. You will be able to talk to somebody. You go and play it. You'll be able to talk to somebody and go, "Wow, you did it that way. That makes no sense. I never thought about that. That is so cool that you did that." Yeah. I started playing Persona Five. Yeah. I've gotten through two. Palaces. Crazy. Yeah, I'm at uh, November now. You're nearly done, aren't you? I think it's only a year long, so I think I have about four months left. So, Did you catch up to the flash forwards yet? I think I'm right there. Okay. It definitely feels like I'm right there. I knew kind of where it was going to get to based off of that first scene. Mm-hmm. That I kind of knew what was going on, and it's kind of being solidified now. So, yeah. Still loving it. I'm not going to spoil any of it, but... Uh, I, I've enjoyed a lot of the, the confidant story. There's a lot of them I don't care about. <laughs> Is your theory? And I want I want I like I like I like making fun of Mishima every time I every chance I get. Has your theory been proven true yet? I, I think it's pretty much proven by the the palace. So, yes. Okay. So, yeah. I will probably mention more of it when we when I finally get done with it. Maybe maybe when you get done with it, we'll we'll talk about it in more detail. It's really one of those ones where it's so stinking long you get spoiled things. So I don't really want to spoil anything. You're at like like 500 hours. I'm at 40 hours. <laughs> I will say there's there's the things I will tell everybody. It's one of those things where I wish I knew this a long time ago. Thing like like things I wish I knew when I first started the game. Raise the mate as soon as possible. Um raise the doctor as soon as possible and get the accessory from that doctor after you get half off. There's an SP thing because I was struggling so much with SP it made me hate the game and I finally got those 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 accessories and it's made it a lot easier. So that's all I that's really really have. Those are the three things that you should do. Get the maid, get the doctor, get the accessory. Makes it a lot okay. easier. So yeah, it's cool. Enjoying it. Hopefully it comes out on Switch and I'll buy it again. <laughs> yep. I'm waiting for so many games to come I out on Switch. I want everything on Switch. You don't understand. Switch is like the greatest thing. I, I want my own Switch. I, 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 I told everybody, I want 
for my birthday and my Christmas. I want a Switch. Nobody got me a Switch. Instead, to kind of double punish me, Andrew goes and gets himself a Switch. It hurt. It hurt so bad. That has nothing to do with your birthday. That has everything to do with Andrew wanting to play Zelda. I, I said for Christmas and my birthday, that's what I want. It hasn't even been your Christmas birthday. Christmas, is Christmas like a- birthday passed a long time ago. The, but the Switch came out just now. <laughs> no, it didn't. You can't, it came out uh, you can't just can't after switch. my birthday. You can't get a Switch for your birthday when your birthday has not happened yet since the Switch came out. You can't get a Christmas present Switch when the Christmas hasn't happened uh, yet. Anyways, let's get to our community because I know that there's people out there going, oh my gosh, game talk. I'm joking. I love you, Neko. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Neko. <laughs> I'm talking to anybody in specific. Um, Besides, he got a birthday, uh, a happy birthday. I didn't get a happy birthday. Just saying. Yeah, he got it, got it sung. <laughs> he he had a birthday song sung by none other than Joseph Joestar. Apparently, <laughs> I claim I, I claim that it's, it's probably Joseph jo- Josephine Joestar, the long lost sister. Anyways, uh, see here. Our first community question we have. Well, technically, it was a uh, question that was submitted through our email or comment system. If you want to submit us a question for our podcast discussional episodes, you can go to talkaspear.com, go to the top, there's a forum link, sign up there, go to the anime cast thread or forums, and there's a anime question thread there that you can post your question. It's the best way to put it, that way I don't lose it, because I lost this one probably at some point. Uh, but you can, if you do not want to go on the forums at all, you can submit it on our comment or contact us button on talkaspear.com. Which this person did, which is Stump did Stump, stumpin' dumb, stumpin' dumb. I guess is how it's pronounced. Uh, says first off, I started listening to the a uh, few months ago because of my job. I had I got plenty of time to listen to podcasts, and you have and you make the start of my week great with some interesting and relaxing discussions. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Anyways, two parter here, starting with Yojo Sinki. Uh, this is so. This was pretty much sent to us during last season when Yojo Sinki was on. So I've been loving watching Tanya the Evil and hoping on uh, and ho- hopping on a, a few of the forums and listening to some YouTubers. On one thing is almost cert- uh, constantly brought up, and it's so wrong. I don't even know how people could be so wrong. Nazis. Every time this show comes up, someone brings up Nazis and other things being uh, other than it being uh, categorically wrong in every way. It turns off some people that may like the show. Because it glorifies Nazis, quote unquote. Uh, question coming up so uh, soon, but I feel I gotta prove the entire categorically uh, wrong statement first. Starting with the setting starts off in the trench warfare. You know, World War One style. There is a technology on display: rifles, too much, uh, too machine, uh, two rifles, two machine guns, and World War One style. In fact, that uh, not Germany that uh, Tanya works for. It's called the Empire, not Nazi Germany. Uh, so everything points to World War One, not World War Two. Anything that could be in World War Two uh, was either used in World War One or causing the setting of 1922, uh, invention of uh, invented in that extra time. That's pretty much what we pointed out was the idea that it was probably an alternate setting World War One, and that was really a lot of to do, like you mentioned, the the trench warfare that was kind of going on there especially with that other uh group they kind of went and fought it was like literally lines of platoons with these really crappy rifles um which was kind of showing the difference of uh technology that a lot of these these groups had 
Um, but I definitely never got any kind of sense of World War II from that. Um, let's see here. He also puts, he kind of mentioned the idea that there's no uh, Jewish religion mentioned. There's no kind of uh, ethnic cleansing that's kind of going on, um, which definitely contributes not to being anything to do with Nazism or anything like that. So definitely a good point. I, I do agree that there was a lot of, a lot of the comments I heard was more leaning on the idea of it being a very pro-fascist type of story, which I don't technically agree. I think the story was more about uh, this is Tanya, this 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 person that was reincarnated in this other world to force him to acknowledge this being X or the gods. I don't necessarily think it was about that. It was him trying to find the easy life. And I guess you kind of mentioned that in your comment that you sent us. So I definitely agree with you on that one. Uh, especially. Uh, the last bit he has on here. Secondly, in the uh, Centaurs and Bikini Bottoms podcast, you guys listened, or you guys mentioned uh, a dislike for cockroaches. I never said that. I think no, anime... I did. I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> I think we kind of mentioned the idea that anime loves to point them out as being evil, but yeah, he puts a uh, dislike for cockroaches and that you guys are upset, or that would, and that would upset Gigi Chan from Zinan Jokanbu Black general, how I would kept, you apologize? I, I I kept looking at looking up Gigi Chan. And the only thing I got was some guy that looked like uh, Darth Vader. So I'm assuming either that's Gigi Chan, and I don't care if I offend the Darth Vader looking thing, or I couldn't find a picture of Gigi Chan. So you should have sent me a picture of Gigi Chan so I could then apologize. But as it stands right now, I don't care about the Darth Vader looking thing. Maybe that was the the not Batman these mentions. Yeah, he says a long-winded way of saying, have you read the manga, which is Gigi Chan from, uh, or which is Zenin uh, Jokanbu, Black General. No, we haven't. Nope. Uh, it's pretty funny manga. You can knock it all, uh, you can knock it all out in two hours about a fangirl who becomes a villain to get closer to not Batman. That sounds kind of funny. But yeah, can't find it, so. <laughs> uh, which would probably explain the Gigi Chan. But is she a roach? I yeah, I quite get the. I guess yeah, Gigi Chan's. I guess is supposedly the roach. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned that podcast episode, but I I I like the. Uh, there was that. Did I mention the? My 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 uh my dad is a lolly or whatever that was. Yeah, you said had you the, mentioned that. They had the um, and, it was really and, cute. And I mentioned that there was a. I had a hard time saying that I didn't like cockroaches because if, if immediately Neko brought up a cute uh, cockroach that I kind of felt bad about not liking because she was technically a roach. And that made it very, very difficult. Gotcha. Thank you, Stumpin' Dump. Let's uh, move on. We have Waifu for Sale. I feel bad because why we for sale mentioned the idea that it was taking too long to get to his question. Uh, so I apologize for getting to, taking too long to get around to you. Do we do we want to uh, drop a an acknowledgement for him? Yeah, or do fine. we want to save that for later? You checked you checked out uh, Waifu for Sales podcast. I, he has I a podcast, and he and and see that. But this brings up a, a, a huge problem because we 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 uh, we poked it uh, at poor Anime Arcade. And they finally acknowledged us as as their senpai. And th- another group did actually do the same thing. And we f- totally forgot. And we need to apologize to you guys. We do really apologize. And they, they acknowledged us. They poked at us and said, hey, 
we we acknowledge you and they did it faster than than anime arcade and that's mm-hmm. anime bs now they're they're kind of if if anime arcade is our cute little senpais or cute little kohais um anime bs is kind of like our rebellious Henri ototo that just keeps throwing stuff at us because i don't know he he want they want to they want they want to be noticed but they 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 do it the wrong way type thing so so they're over there they're sitting in the corner we keep getting on to them but they'll figure it out sooner or later and then we got waifu for, for sale which absolutely glowing hey guys we're here <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah, they're they're there. Uh, he's he's new, and 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 we'll we'll talk to him. I'll, I'll eventually probably talk to him and give him a couple pointers and see if we can help get him up a little bit more. But he's by himself, and he 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 was trying to do his best. Yeah. So I'll definitely check him out. Um, is it like at waifu for sale? Yeah, he was yeah. on our Twitter. It's on the Twitter things. That Twitter thing that that apparently does all the news for people now. <laughs> anyways uh wife for sale says dear otaku spirit podcast brothers as i browse through the this thread and see so many outstanding questions that your community has asked uh seeing as much as i believe that my question would barely meet up to subpar level even so i'm still anxious to hear your response to my question you've been waiting a whole month and a half which is a lot less than some people actually wait <laughs> The the question I have for you is uh, too is this: If Rem, Ram, and Amelia were drowning, but you only have one life raft, and there is a subway nearby, what type of sandwich would you buy? That's totally a ball question. Like, like if this is happening, and then an explosion happened, you're like, how can I put out this fire? But what would you do if a granny came up to you and asked you if you want a soda pop or a ice cup, ice pop? What would you say? It's like ball. But no, I would get a party sub because those party subs would probably float and then you could throw it out to Rem and Rem. If the question is just to like be random, then I don't know, meatball sub. You're going to put... But if, the, if this concern thought, is see, still see, to save I them... Thought, I thought that you were getting the party sub so that you could use it as a floaty and let the girls get on the, on the, on the lifeboat. No, I get a party sub, I put it down, I go save all of them with my massive strength of swimming... And when we swim back shore, we all have a party sub together. No, nothing says that they're out very far. I mean, what if they're like right there? They just don't know how see, to swim. See, see, what if they get stung by here, a stingray? Here's the, I, way I, here's the way I was thinking about it. I go into Subway and I open up the closet because that's probably where Patrice is. And I ask her what kind she needs because I, m- me being such an annoying. Why the hell do you think they're going to let you behind the counter? Like boom, you get arrested. What are you gonna do? I you just got arrested. What I, are you gonna do? I, there's nothing I can do because Patrice is probably kicking me. Why is Patrice because, in the closet in Subway? Because that's where her library is at that moment. <laughs> no, and she's no, going no, to probably no. kick me because I opened up her door. Beatrice after all. gets us gets actually <laughs> linked to where she's at. In the show, she is confined to the mansion. So you're assuming that Beatrice has been now confined well, well, to a su- subway. No. <laughs> the subway is in the what is, the, 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 the crazy the, the crazy did you not headmaster? Under, did you miss that line where it said the subway is in the mansion? Obviously you did. Did the headmaster suddenly become the manager of subway and binder to the subway? Yeah, of course. Eat fresh. No, no, the subway is in the mansion. 
Subway Why are you not getting refresh? about this? What, what are you not getting about so this? So she like opens the door every now and then asks for a sub, close yeah, it up, and continue exactly. reading her books. Exactly. And she lost like 50 pounds. <laughs> she took the Jerry challenge. <laughs> okay, this has gone really bad because of what happened with Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to walk away for that one. Uh, but yeah. Party sub. I saved the girls. We eat a party sub. We party. Party hard. And I died because... Patrice kicked me. Because you got arrested, head. apparently. No, because Patrice kicked me a few times. And then you got arrested because you got kicked. You got kicked, killed, and arrested. Gotcha. Your corpse is in the jail. They're wondering if you're ever going to move. Then you reset, though. Thanks, you guys. This is this is why people are sales. Thank you guys for bringing us a fantastic podcast. I can't wait for your winter 2017 reviews, which technically already happened. We hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work. Uh, thanks for the question, why people for sale. Definitely keep up the hard work. We hope that your podcast is successful. We hope you all don't get kind of tired of this. It, 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 we like having the little leeway of a few questions, but sometimes it does feel like it gets a little bit long. But uh, April 1st isn't that bad. We're probably going to run. No, we might not run out this time. <laughs> we'll see. Rare Kimiko pops in. This is technically the doctor. We just renamed to Rare Kimikos. Uh The previous username was the doctor... Uh, this, is, this is what Rare Kimiko says. Uh, the previous username is the doctor, but I decided to change to Rare Kimiko uh, to make it unique. The username comes from the subreddit Rare Kimikos uh, that just has a bunch of different pics of Kimiko Omai from Soundophonium, which becomes somewhat of a meme. So my question is, to you guys is, do you have a favorite anime meme? And what kind of anime meme would you try to create? No, I hate memes. I hate them with a dying passion. Uh, but I will admit that I like the I love Amelia meme when that started up. That was kind of funny because I liked that show at the time. So I guess I was a little more accepting of it. But it still got old like everything else does. <laughs> I hate memes because they get old really quick. And then when I'm scrolling to my Twitter, I'm like, yes, we get the joke. You're not the first person to write that. I don't think I've ever... I, I, I did kind of get a kick out of the I love Amelia thing. Or the I love Ram something I, I i got a kick out of that but it, it was a love amelia thing because it was like it was like random shows that somebody would like billy i love you and it says i love amelia <laughs> i thought it was i love ram no well, i mean somebody made some people made jokes of oh. it by changing it but the whole joke was the i love amelia scene the meme was from that scene, and that's why it's called the Alive. But I Amelia. thought it was I love Rim because you, you're, you, it was Emilia, and instead of saying that you she, make it from that meme, but that is the meme. Okay, don't argue with you, me. You're, 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 you get you're, the on the. I, I of think me. you. I think you messed up your memes. Um, <laughs> no, that's what everybody wanted it to say. Yeah, that's what everybody wanted to say. Okay, I got you. But that that's what a meme is. It's what everybody wants. No, it's just something that is repeated <laughs> till it's dead. That's like the only definition that's common is that it's repeated <laughs> till it's dead. It can be many things. It has many faces, but it's always killed to death. I but I can tell you one that just irritated the snot out of me, and I couldn't stand it. And I hated it. And I wished it would have went away long time ago. It's still seeing it. Is the the pregnancy test? They're all stupid and need to go away. <laughs> That's the problem. But yes, I've seen a GIF made out of the the first door opening of or Among Us Sensei with the pregnant test. <laughs> of course. She opens it and points at it. Of course. Really awesomely crafted. It actually looked really good because it was in motion, but it's still stupid. I'm tired of it. 
Anyways, uh, if I created one, uh, the only thing that come out of the top of my head was I want to do a I am not a lolly meme where everybody just takes random characters that Chris believes are lollies <laughs> and has them screaming in the captions about the fact that they are not lollies. Like here recently, we're watching Grand Blue Fantasy and a girl shows up and he goes, it's a lolly. Who cares? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, that's not a lolly, Chris. <laughs> She's not small enough to be a lolly. So I want to I want a meme of of random girls saying they're not lollies or being upset at being called lollies. I think Chris would like that meme too because it would be like him watching a bunch of just disobedient little girls going stop it. And he goes that's cute. Look they're yelling they're not lollies but they're so cute and small. <laughs> uh, I I want I want Icoon to take over the world. That's what I want more than anything. Yeah, like I I, I think Icoon should have become. We, we, we should have tried harder to make that a meme. We should have. We should have tried harder. It did get kind of... It did, Icoon technically did get popular, but not by the creation of the Otaku Spirit community. It was just because it was No, I think, that, I think that we have a couple of guys who go around and they're like, Icoon is a thing. Let's try to make it a thing over here. And I think I heard one or two podcasts mention Icoon, but they didn't really, it didn't really catch like it caught with our community. So they basically ripped off our community. Yeah. Thanks for telling me that. No, 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 no. They didn't rip it off. Our, our guys went out there and spread it to the world. They spread the, the, the otaku spirit love to everybody. Love. Anyways, uh, Rare Kumiko also says, next question. Now, I can't exactly remember, but I think you guys uh, said you haven't really played visual novels much. I know Andrew has a his Sekai projects, one like uh, Furugasai and Klanad. I was wondering if you guys had a favorite visual novel and have you played or would like to play. And if there is, has any of that hasn't been localized yet legally, would you like to be seen brought over from Japan? So far, I've completed two visual novels, Rewrite and... Uh, Hoshizora no Memoria, and I'm about to finish Clanad, uh, and actually might be finished by the time this question gets read. You had a month. I'll be pulled it off. They're starting to mock us now. See? What? Why are we getting mocked for not finishing? You know, finish all Clanad before we finally get to this question. <laughs> no, um. Technically, there's a lot of visual novels I've done, but they're not pure visual novels. Like, a lot of games that I play are JRPGs that are built around visual novels with JRPG mechanics to them. So, I mean, like, Persona, I would technically classify that as partially a visual novel, because you do have choices, a lot of dialogue, uh, character selections, romancing, stuff like that. Um, But if you want, like, pure visual novel where it's just strictly, you know, text box with characters, some choices in there... Um, no, I think the only one I've technically done is, uh, Planetarian. Uh, outside of that, I've gotten far enough into Fruit Side where you start kind of just, cho- just choosing which character you want to kind of go after. Uh, then I kind of lost track of it. Uh, Clannad, I didn't get very far into it. I do want to still. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's just, I don't have enough time. Yes, time sucks. See, see, we could... Every time you hear one of a podcast host go, we don't have time to watch anime or something like that. We don't want to be that. We're the opposite, (laughs) where we're saying we don't have time to do all these other things because we're doing all the anime. (laughs) I kind of want to, I've been very tempted just to get like a really small 
cheap laptop that will be enough to run a virtual novel just so I have something that's really easily accessible to read through those ones. I really hate like firing up my computer, turning on my television just to do a visual novel. Plus, since it's usually always taken up by consoles when we're not watching anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you really have to ask the other question? Which one that hasn't been localized yet? That's the easy answer that an- who, okay, everybody, Andrew's about to answer which not licensed and brought over to America game sh- visual novels hey, should be licensed. Yeah. Who, okay, well, I'll wait. Want me to, want me to flip everybody a coin tell, and figure it out? Everybody tell me, what, what is Andrew going to say? Fate Stay Night. <laughs> you should get a Saber. longer. Saber? <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an easy one. I, I don't and think it's Ilya, for me, I mean... I don't... Technically, there's really not any other one that I really know about. I don't really look into visual novels enough, so I apologize. But that's really the only one that I know of that I really want. I know of other ones, but I I couldn't even tell you the names of them because I don't really care that much. We got Clannad, and that was the other one that I was really wanting. Um, Fruit of Gassire was just one that I kind of heard about, got interested in. It's it's, it's just sad because a lot of them kind of fall in the same realm as that. And so that's really all I want. So, there you go. Thanks for the questions, Rare Kimiko, a.k.a. The Doctor. Next one, Companion Kyobe. This question is mostly prompted by Mike Tool's feature article on ANN called The Other 100 Best Anime Movies of All Time. He decided to take out uh, Studio Ghibli, Makoto Shinkai, Mamoru Hosoda, Satoshi Kon, Mamoru, uh, Mamoru Oshii, uh, and rank the remaining anime movies. Not uh, He's not done as of this post, uh, but I will be really enjoyed. I have really enjoyed diving into this list. I think he's got about halfway through so far. Um, as someone at, the, at this point, as someone who whose favorite anime movie was not directed by any of the above names and, and goes out of my way t- to seek other anime movies, I must ask, what is your favorite anime movie not from Studio Ghibli or directed by uh, Shinkai, Hosoda, Oshi, or Kon? Is there any? Yeah, there's no other ones, so. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went in, I looked. I looked at that article, and I definitely agree with his comment on the idea that you're technically scraping the bottom of the barrel. Which uh, is basically what I said. Is, is there any? <laughs> the, 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 what's kind of upsetting about kind of one of those lists is it's. I I do agree that there is this element of whenever you do look at these top lists, you go, "Here's a top ten anime movies of all time." I know what I'm gonna see when I open that up. I'm gonna see Akira, whatever. Oh, big shock! Princess Mononoke is on there. It's not that it's a bad thing. Those are just great movies, and uh, Japan isn't really known for really having really great movies. And and some of their top minds are are huge uh, leaps from those that are kind of under them. And it's not a bad thing. It's just those are great movies, and a lot of people love them. It's not a bad thing. Uh, but and of course, a lot of the stuff they're he kind of lists are technically OVAs and stuff like that, which is not a bad thing. I'm just. And I think it's a great list. I, I definitely enjoy looking through it as well. But to answer your question, uh, you're asking which one's not in those that category. I think I, the, what I kind of came up with is for my personal fondness, the ones that I kind of personally love, uh, Project Echo, uh, Armitage uh, 3, uh, Tenchi Muyo the, in Love, the first movie I thought was really fantastic. I've mentioned a lot was uh, They Were Eleven. Uh, I love the Murdoch, Murdoch Scramble series. Love Panama Inverted. Isn't Panama Inverted? Uh, no, he's the he's the other guy. Anyway, not one of those ones. Yeah, no. I, I I I I agree with you on uh, Colorful up there, um, and I'm sure uh, a Silent Voice will probably be like 
one of the greatest movies ever. <laughs> yes. And that's not any of it. It fits in the category of none of those. So, yeah. hey. You didn't put Kyoto Animation. <laughs> and they're stepping up there. Um, I was okay with King of Thorns. Um, I enjoyed Expel from Paradise just for a fun action flick kind of thing. Um, and Anthem of the Heart was okay. So, I enjoyed that one as well. I had a lot of heart in that one as well. Ooh. Madoka Magica. Yeah. That's true. And the obvious ones are Akira. It's technically not in any of those categories. Uh, Plata Magic, Madoka Magica is not in there. And Little Witch Academia is technically not in that list. So, But those are obvious ones. They're just as obvious as Studio Ghibli. So, um, so his next question he has is, also, what is your favorite movie by each of the above? So you just forced us not to choose those ones, and now you want us to choose those ones. Um, let's see here. I went through... Um, my, my chosen ones I have for Ghibli, for Miyazaki specifically, because I know a lot of people try to separate the two of them. Uh, if you're looking for Miyazaki, Ghibli specifically, um, I would probably, I'm stuck between Kiki's Delivery Service, Princess Mononoke, and Spirited Away. I would be stuck between... I'm probably uh, more on Mononoke, because that one's just one that I've always loved rewatching over and over again, but I still love Kiki's Delivery Service, though. I would be stuck on because I I would be going leaning towards uh, uh, Tezuka I think is his name and uh, Princess Kaguya and and uh, Grave of Fireflies um, I think both of those are just absolute wonderful stories. Yeah, um, my favorite non Miyazaki Ghibli is definitely Grave of Fireflies by hands down. And I would really have a rough time on on the Ghibli or on the Miyazaki side. I guess I would probably go with um, Mononoke, um, but that's only mostly because it just has so much in it. There's just so mm-hmm. much to it. So, eh. my Makoto Shinkai choice would. Uh, this one's a more difficult one because you have you, people have to consider. We have not watched your name yet, and I'm sure that one will probably be up there. But from what I've seen outside of that, this is probably going to bother a lot of people. I'm probably more in the idea of either someone's gaze or she and her cat. And I know those ones are shorter ones and people that probably bother a lot of people. I like five centimeters, five centimeters, five centimeters per second uh, for its kind of bittersweetness. But if I wanted to look at something that was an encompassing strong story, I'm stuck between she and her cat and someone's gaze. I think those are, those are two very, strong very short stories that were just fantastic to me garden of words is kind of after all those ones i think that was not one of my favorite ones but i still think it's a beautiful I, I, film i would i would agree i think that uh garden of words was probably just hands down the most one of the most eye candy-ish m- movies i've ever watched um next to your ghiblis and obviously um, but I would lean probably story-wise more towards five centimeters per second. I think that that one captured so much as far as the essence of what its story was. So, and I and I'd like I think you should just explore that on your own if you don't know what it is. So yeah, I would probably lean towards five centimeters per second. Momoro Hosoda, that one's an easier one for me. Wolf children, <laughs> wolf children. <laughs> that one is a fantastic. We mentioned that the fact that it's a perfect movie. In every sense, way, shape, or form. Um, I would not change a single thing about it. Storytelling. It was just a great movie. Outside of that, I'm kind of um, leveled with between Girls Who Left Through Time and uh, Summer Wars as being kind of a close second. I haven't watched Girl Who Left Through Time a long time, and I kind of want to watch that one again. 
Um, but yeah, hands down is Wolf Children. So, uh, Momoro Oshi, uh, Ghost in the Shell definitely is a easy number one for me for him. Uh, behind that would probably be Genro. That was the other one that I kind of really enjoyed from him. So, I guess Ghost in the Shell would be the same for me because it's been a long time since I watched any of the other ones. Uh, Satoshi Khan, that one's the sad. This is our. This is my shame one because. There's nothing available from Satoshi Khan, and I want to watch all of them. And technically, Millennium Actress is available now, and I keep forgetting to go watch it. Uh, Perfect Blue is technically the only one that I've watched of his, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that's a travesty. And I really like Perfect Blue, so that's I can only say that. I really want to watch Millennium Actress and Tokyo Godfathers, but uh, have not got a chance to because they're just hard to come by. Tokyo Godfather sounds wonderful to me. I think from what I've gathered, Paprika sounds like the type of show that I'd probably be more interested in, but Millennium Mattress looks wonderful too. So I want them all on Blu-ray, please. Anyways, uh, let's see here. He says, uh, my favorite movies, anime movie of all time. This is uh, companion QB, by the way. Uh, my favorite anime movie of all time is, uh, Keichi Hara's colorful, the motion picture. Thank you guys for bringing this movie to my attention. Uh, favorite Ghibli is Pocoroso. Uh, Nasuka Valley of the Wind is my favorite from Hayao Miyazaki, uh, but that was uh, before Ghibli. Uh, favorite Shinkai is Your Name. I've seen this all of his movies except Garden of Words. Uh, favorite Hosoda is The Girl Who Left Through Time. Favorite Khan is Tokyo Godfathers. I haven't been able to watch any of these other works yet. Hopefully- okay, so I'm not as bad as you. Well, I'm technically equal to you. <laughs> So thank you for making me not feel as bad. Uh, favorite Oshi is sadly I haven't seen any of his movies, though I do plan on watching Ghost in the Shell soon. Definitely go check Definitely. that out. Alright, thank you, Companion QB. Uh LMT BRK, which I'm assuming is Limit Break. It says, Hey team. Long time listener, first time caller. That's not a phone, that's a forum. First of all, once you get, uh, want to give you appreciation for the work that you guys do, uh, I, I just joked about you, and then you said that, so now I feel bad. It definitely makes my uh, dreaded drives to and from a pleasure. Something that I've noticed over the years is uh, that I just don't have anywhere as, uh, near as much time as possible to spend on other th- on things, watching anime or playing games. It's growing up, trust me. <laughs> was curious if you guys, it's called getting a, uh, a wife, and I'm avoiding that just for that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you noobs with your wives, no wonder you have no time for anime. You, I've gotten you ri- I keep getting rid of them because norms, of that problem. You normies. <laughs> you normies and your children. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was really creepy. Uh, LMT break, uh, break says, uh... Was curious if you guys could drop a few anime series that are around 25 episodes. Mark, bonus points for dropping uh, some films. I'm opening. Uh, I'm open to most suggestions. No, I guess that's the next part. Was curious if you guys drop a few anime series that are around 25 episodes. Mark, um, no, usually, and I, I guess that's kind of a, a proof proof positive by what was it? Uh, Twin Star Exorcist. I get I get to a point where it's like I've invested too much time in this and I must continue. Uh, the only points in which I can probably say that are true for me is Shonen's like Naruto. Technically, I got way far into that one. Bleach got way far into that one. Uh, Fairy Tale got way far into that one. But there's ones I want to return to eventually. It's just like you said, time. 
but not time in the same sense as you as time as I want to watch other things and I lose track of them really easily. But no, I I don't it's very hard to drop shows that aren't full on epics at about that point cuz you know they're coming to a close and you want to kind of finish them. Yeah, I I'm I have such a hard time dropping shows. I do. I, and lately I've becoming more and more bad about it. But I don't like it. I don't like having stories incomplete. I, 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 it's just call it a, a tick of mine. I don't know. But at the same time, I'm. Yeah, it's like, like I said, it's I'm like right now it. we have like Kabuki Boo and stuff. It's like yeah, technically I want to watch the rest of it, even though technically I want to drop it so we can watch other stuff that's more important, but more stuff that people want us to cover. That I think is more more the issues. We, we're because of the how we're trying to balance this stuff out. I I just don't have time to go back to those shows. That sucks. I I've, I've never had that problem before. Now I I do. It's just the fact that there's too much there's more and more shows every season. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to keep track. It's hard to be able to do side projects is really our problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, in technical, you have like the review uh, request that we get from like Nozomi Entertainment to to watch. And it's like, yeah, technically, Chris, we have, we still have all of, uh, was it, uh, I want to say Victory Gundam, the Turn A Gundam. We have all the Turn A Gundams that we have to watch. And we have, uh, was it 0083 to watch? And. How are we going to fit that in there? And we got the tr- movie trilogy for Gundam. We have to watch that. And then we have, uh, we want to watch Kizumonogatari. And we still want to have all these. We used to have this huge spreadsheet where we were actually keeping track of what shows we want to watch that are in our library. And we were suggesting which one. We had a list of, okay, now it's Chris's turn to suggest a show to watch. We can't do that no more. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we, we can get that, back and to that. And that's why then that's why we haven't gotten back to the fairy tale cast or yeah, the fairy cast. We we it, we, we, we we were talking about how it would be kind of cool to start sh- shifting into some other uh, other stuff, but it, we just can't do it. We have to keep up with all this stuff. Hopefully, uh, well, I hate to say it, but at the same time, I want it. It is this. I hope that eventually they go. Look, we have to kind of. Take some steps back. We gotta slow down on how much anime we're releasing each month or each season because it's it's getting too much. I don't want to bubble burst, but I do kind of want them to relax, let the animators breathe a little bit. They're already talking about shortages. I don't want them to turn into well, we want to keep pumping out this rate, so let's start sending it all to China, and then all we're gonna get is China animated stuff, which is not necessarily a hundred percent bad thing because there's good animes out animators out there, but you do kind of feel that there will be a decrease in quality uh, that we don't want to happen. Side tangent to what you're asking, but yes, technically we have the same problem, but not for the same reasons as you. <laughs> it's that we're trying to create content for everybody, and we do want to watch this stuff. We do, we do, we are interested in all these stories that are being told. Um, it's just only so many hours in the day. We do have jobs. Uh, we do have, like, we, we've always set aside Monday and Tuesday to be our, you know, do other things day. We so we a little game and stuff like that for Tuesday and Monday and Tuesday. Um, and yeah, like next week I have a big long drive ahead of me, so we'll probably miss a day in watching it then, but we're, we'll catch up and, uh, it's all, it's all about balancing. Um, he said, uh, some of the, or he says I'm, um, or LMTBRK says I'm open to suggestions and always interested in watching some new things. Uh, some of the genres I enjoy are thriller, slice of life, romance, mecha, action, comedy, drama. So basically you named every single genre. <laughs> Except for sci-fi. <laughs> well, technically, Mecca's in there. Um, I would definitely suggest you go check out our 100 anime suggestion episode, which is 259, if you haven't already. 
I'm assuming you probably have. Uh, that is full of tons of anime that I love suggesting to people. Uh, outside of that one, uh, let me see. I got a, I did a Google Doc here recently, which basically I went through all the shows that I've ever watched and broke down their genres or their their strength genres. So I'll mention a couple of them based off of your um, of your the genres that you listed there, and hopefully you can get some ideas from it. Uh, a popular one that, that popular ones that I've been mentioning a lot lately has been like if you're looking for Mecha, I'll know a zero the first season. <laughs> uh, Gundam, I would probably War in the Pocket and uh, uh, 08th MS Team. Those are really easy ones to jump into, and they're really fantastic. Uh, Iron Blooded Orphans, if you have enough time for 50 episodes. Uh, what was the other Mecha that I was thinking of, and I cannot think of it. Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. Let me look at my Mecha list here. Where's my Mecca? Mecca. Mecca. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice Sidonia. Nice Sidonia is awesome. It's not. It's sci-fi space stuff, so I'm not sure if that's... Because that's kind of outside of your, your list there, but you can check that out if you if you will. For thrillers, I kind of mentioned earlier, Perfect Blue. Check that one out if you can get a hold of it. Thrillers are a little more difficult just because it kind of falls into horror. I had, like, uh, Ajin. Another is a great one. Definitely check out Another. It's got a really crappy ending, but you might like it. Skull Live. Um, Even in the East is a good one. Uh, Mardok Scramble. Those are some good thrillers. If you're looking for... up there. <laughs> <laughs> I just listed things that I had. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't check that one out. Uh, slice of Life. Easy. Hanasaki Roha. Go watch that. That's my favorite Slice of Life of all time. Outside of that one, do I even have a slice? I don't have a slice. There it is right there. Sound of Phonium is a great one. I like the second season more than the first season. Shirabako is a must-watch. Tamako Market. Flying Witch. Flying Witch is a good one. Uh, Usaki Drop. That's a definitely a must-watch right there. So, and Romance. That's not my area, but I liked Yona the uh Not Yona the Don. Uh, Shiryuki Hime or Snow White with Red Hair. That's probably one of the few ones that I liked. Spice and Wolf great it's not really 100 percent romance but i love the romance that's in it i haven't watched in a long time but i think kamagura orange road was a good one and that's about the only ones that i can really suggest i don't probably really like my favorite would be kimi ni todake there you go i'd probably get that's another one we want to watch some people <laughs> that's another one we want to we want time to watch <laughs> i have i bought all those really expensive freaking parts and i still can't watch it because we don't have time uh, see, Mecha. I already mentioned the Mecha ones. Action. Let's see what I have for action. Probably Where's should my action list. Probably here? should poke at Pied Piper and find out where my skip beat is. Uh, let's see. I don't have an action list. Eh, we'll skip that one. Uh, comedy. Konosuba. Uh, definitely love. What was it called? The one here. Outbreak Company. Love that one. It's probably one of my favorite recent comedies of all time. Hineko. Uh, Hineko is a great one. It's a little more in the etchy area. Golden Boy, again, is another one that's more in the etchy area. Nozaki-kun is a great one. I love a lot of the comedy in Klonad. Uh One that we love for the longest time, if you can find it, is uh, uh, Harangu. But good luck finding it. <laughs> There's a lot of one. Nichijou. Definitely go watch it. That's a fantastic one. We'll leave it at that one. That's a lot of one. Drama, let's see, what I have in drama. They even have a drama section. 
Anything anything from uh that's a key visual novel besides the the recent one with uh that one that I will not mention that I've already forgotten about it because I've took it out of my brain. Rewrite? Yes, don't watch that one. <laughs> All the other ones are great though. Uh yeah. Why don't I have a drama section? Anyways, that's, that's enough for you. I hope you guys enjoy that. Again, check out that hundred list. It's a lot of great titles in there. If I didn't mention your favorite show, don't yell at me. I'm just doing this roughly. Uh, Star K said, did someone request questions? Yes, we always do. If so, I have questions. Question one, how big are anime eyes contacts? Or how big are contacts for anime eyes? I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, if you're talking about Clonod, we're probably looking at about 3.5 inches in size. And I just realized that, oh, I didn't realize, I realized earlier, so I'm making it into a just realized thing. I have a full size, one-to-one scale... Full-size, one-to-one scale RAM wall scroll. So I'm going to check her size. I'm telling you, it's probably an inch and a half. Is it two inches or an inch and a half? Inch and a quarter. Ha! Dang, I'm good. Dang, I'm good. You said inch and a half. (laughs) How are you good for saying inch and a half when it's inch and a quarter? That is really good if you think about it. (laughs) So yeah, inch and a half. Or inch and a quarter for normal anime eyes. Three and a half if you're talking about Klonod eyes. So there you go. I hope that... I'm not sure why you need that information. <laughs> Maybe you're looking to buy contacts for your best waifu. Um, I hope that our information has served you best. Because that wall scroll costs a fortune. So I'm glad I could help you in your endeavors by actually giving you some useful information from it. Number two says... Does a Nekomimi have four ears, two human and two cat? Or do they have two ears? If so... Do they have one pair of cat ears and one pair of human ears? It depends on the show. And yes. it irritates the crap out of me when they have both. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am of the mindset that I like when they have both. So I guess that's what the question kind of poses. is what what is What should be the norm? Because obviously these shows cannot make up their mind. Half them do, half them don't. I'm of the mindset that I like when they have both, but that the normal ears are not very visible then I'm fine with it. But if, he, if they're very visible ears and then there's cat ears, yeah, that bothers me. And I think that's what bothers him whenever you see it. <laughs> I don't mind if, if, if they're like, if they're like Azanyan, you know, where she's putting on the, the, the Neko ears, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, we don't want them putting on Neko ears and then suddenly your ears fall off. <laughs> yes, good point, Chris. Thank you for making sure that was clear. But if it's, if it's an actual cat girl, Okay, one of those is vestigial and doesn't is does not need to be there. Does not make sense that they are there. Well, what what makes you think it's no longer usable just because they have cat ears or ears up there? Now, see, my my point my, my point more is is if I see that they have the ears way up there and they have like clearly visible sides of their heads, it's kind of weird to have like these <laughs> these flat surfaces on the side of their heads, like they because they're it real technically quick. <laughs> they're technically not cats. They're technically not humans, but they still have the appearance of a human, so you kind of expect that there's an ear there. So yeah, I like a little scruff there. That way you don't see it. So a little they, fluff. So so you could tell that they are they so you can't tell that they've erased it? Yes. <laughs> they just fell off. That's a little disturbing. Question two point five says depending on your answer above, how does Nekomimi wear headphones? They don't wear headphones. They don't need them. 
They need what they ear, do. What they, they do. need ear pods. What they do. Well, they can do ear pods. What they do is they have because these... well, if you ever put earmuffs on a cat, they don't like it. Animals don't like things touching their ears. I, I agree. I agree. So why would an echo but, mean but be okay with but that? But he's, be asking, too he's asking an important question. So what you what you have to do is you have to have a special type of uh, headset that actually vices to the sides of the head. But in actuality, the 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 ear earphones are on the top. See, see, that's what you're 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 worried about how they're going to stick because the ear pads are what's holding it on. What they have to have is just ear pads that not ear pads, but actual pads on the sides that are holding it on, while the 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 actual ear phones are up there at the. The ears. hell are we talking about? <laughs> you're getting very descriptive here. The ear pods <laughs> they go inside the ears. Even then, they might not like it. He wants to know. Like he wants to know too. about the headset. Oh. And I was trying to explain how the headset worked, but you just got confused. They go inside the ears, not pushing them down. That's all the answer you need. Sarke also says, "Question three: What what's your favorite meme and what's your favorite anime meme?" I like the meme where suddenly everybody's asking us what our favorite memes are. <laughs> <laughs> We don't like them. We've already got that answered like tons earlier. So check out, rewind a little bit to our previous question and you'll get that answer. Uh, Star K says, anyway, uh, anyways, hope you have fun with the questions and have a great rest of your podcast. Uh, thank you, Star K, for the question. And uh, thank you, everybody, for the great questions. We'll, we'll wrap things up from there. Uh, we've been going on a little bit long. We hope you guys enjoyed all these questions. We definitely enjoyed them. I think we're down to one, two, three. Three more questions. So, yeah. Now is the time where we go. Please give us questions so we don't sound like idiots sitting here going, well, we only have one question to go. Yeah, and I think one of them is probably going to get snatched off for something else. All right. So, technically, we have two. Not for a bad thing. Snatched off for a topic. So. Yeah. We get, we're getting a lot of those lately. People bring up these questions like, well, technically, that's a really good topic. And then I have to put them in our... So, yeah, we, whenever well, you hear actually, us say that, actually, yes, that, we're technically putting them in a docket and we're thinking of making an entire podcast about them. So, don't think that we're disregarding the questions. We're They're actually... Ones that yeah, we actually, do. that was one that we've been kicking around and we've, we've been talking about back and forth lately. And so... Yeah, last podcast, it was the the social norms. I'm like, yeah, I, I threw that in a docket. We're, we're definitely going to make a podcast episode out of it, so... Thank you guys, as always, for the questions. And thank you, even if we don't answer them fully, they always end up turning into something bigger. And we love that. Um, so definitely keep bringing in the questions. We definitely enjoy them. As usual, please, uh, it, we love everybody's support. As usual, Patreon. We thank everybody on Patreon for their continued support. Uh, but we think mostly, or even more so, is people just supporting us through vocally. If you can't spend the money, we would definitely appreciate everybody who goes online, tells other people about us. Uh, gets our uh, word out there uh, for our podcast. Word of mouth is fantastic. Uh, we love that support a lot. Um, as usual, we're down at TacoSpirit.com. You can go for our news reviews and coverage of noodle anime as well as our meeting the form links at the top, social links on the right side, and all that good stuff. And I totally forgot earlier, but uh, LMTBRK said, also, can we get some love for Myth and Roy's new album? Yes. If only it was on iTunes. But yes, I want that one. I'm assuming you're talking about the one that was for uh, Yojo Senke, which is definitely an awesome song so there's always love for myth and Royd here yes make it the answer as long as i'm alive there will always be love for no myth and stop because every time you like these bands they don't end up on itunes <laughs> so anyways we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the discussional podcast episode we thank you all for listening we hope you all enjoyed and y'all take care oh <laughs>
Sanchez. Come on. 